0: It's going to be like, computers, computers, coronavirus, vaccine. Two, three, one, go. It's already been gone. Put the mic on his face. Two, three, one, go. Here we go again. Two, three, one, go. Matito. So let, let's get into it. I just wanted to, I just wanted to at, at, look, I think we have subscribers. Oh, yeah? I, I think. Look People up. told me they were going to subscribe, so I think we have a few. Yeah, let me check. Let's this. look it up and see. What do you guys think? Uh, the number is definitely less than 10, definitely less than 5. <laughs> I would say maybe a couple. Oh, yeah? Maybe only one.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't let's know. see. So, estimated audience six. Six. Oh. Yeah. Get out. Plays, all time is thirty-three. And unique what? listeners. Hold on. I want.
0: I want to hear. The, I want to hear who these subscribers are because I want to give them a shout out. Maybe we can give them a prize or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, one of them is me, for I mean, sure.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you don't get a prize. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right. Your prize is talking to me. That's your prize. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and my prize <laughs> is talking to you, so me and you don't get prizes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So who's the other one?
1: Uh, it doesn't tell us who. It just, it just oh, wait, tells you Oh, it doesn't you the tell number? you who to subscribe nah. to Oh, okay. Nope.
0: So we have six subscribers. One of them is Matt. One of them is definitely not me because I haven't done that. I probably should. <laughs> One of them is definitely not Chelsea either. <laughs> Hilariously enough. It should be. It should be definitely. It's like the president, right? Like you vote for yourself, right? Like Donald Trump voted for himself, Biden voted for himself. Uh, similarly to subscribers, you should uh, subscribe to your own thing, right? I think so yeah i would i would uh, I would imagine Ooh, uh, I,
1: so okay, so I also got unique listeners, which is ten, which means really? that you know some of the people that have listened have listened to more than one episode. i think think that's what that means. Okay. Um I also have geo geographical location. Oh, let's see <laughs> um, let's see
0: where they're from. Let's see where they're from, baby.
1: So eighty seven percent are from ooh, I can even go into uh state. So eighty seven percent are from um United States, of course. Um three percent Singapore, three percent Canada, three percent Germany, three percent Puerto Rico. A lot of threes. Yeah, and then uh, Texas is twenty nine percent of the United States. Washington twenty five, Florida twenty, North Carolina twelve, Oregon eight, Georgia four. <sighs> so wait a minute.
0: So who's who's listening to us the most? Texas by
1: state, yeah, Texas.
0: And by country.
1: Oh wow! It the, even the g- it even gives you um city. So seventy one percent of that was Dallas. Fourteen percent of that was McAllen. I wonder if that that was chance. Fourteen percent was Houston.
0: Man, I wonder. I don't know. It's interesting. Take it this.
1: Could be- take this all with a grain of salt because I don't know. Some of it is a little questionable. Like it says, gender, hundred percent female, and there's no way that's true. Hmm.
0: Why do you say that? And,
1: well, I mean, I'm I'm subscribed, so. Mm. That that's one sense. um <laughs> the age says the in the 28 to 34 bracket 100 percent of our listeners are
0: so we're influencing the younger generation apparently
1: i suppose again Man, uh, it, it's
0: interesting well yeah yeah i don't know about the analytics but i just yeah. i if the demographics are correct it's interesting and to be honest with you, I like uh, the fact that we are influencing the younger generation because the older generation is stubborn as a motherfucker. They're not going to listen.
1: That's true. I don't know if we're influencing. Maybe they just agree with us. I it's interesting
0: if- about influencing. I, you don't know how much somebody influences you with their ideas if you, and, until you really think about it. Yeah. If somebody suggests something to you like, uh, hey, uh, this restaurant was amazing, blah, 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 or whatever. Or, hey, this restaurant really sucked. It influences your decision whether or not to go to that restaurant. So we are very easily influenced and manipulated.
1: Yeah, I'll buy that. With,
0: yeah. I mean... I know that because I'm very easily influenced. Because I am, like, well, I'm a gullible person. Oh, yeah? Yeah, very gullible, actually. Hmm. Too gullible. Uh, Well, I'm just, I just, I'm very trusting. And I think that that makes me gullible to those who wish to uh, psych me out. Hmm. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I've been psyched out a lot of times. I remember the first time I was ever psyched out. I was a young kid growing up in the streets of Peru. And uh, I got uh, my friend came out with a bicycle. It was one of those uh, street bicycles. They go really fast. It's not a mountain bike, but like the street one with the with the curled handlebars in the front. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. You know bicycles, yeah. And um, he told me that the water bottle that was stuck, like you know, they put the water bottle underneath that first bar that goes right underneath your crotch. The water bottle goes right there. Yep. I said, "What is that?" He said, "Oh, that's the, the gas tank, so we so we can go longer and further." And I said, "Oh wow, that's amazing. That there's gas in this thing? I thought you guys pedaled it." They were like, no, no, that's just, uh, you know, the pedaling is just for fun. Or, I don't know what they said, but I was only yeah. like six years old, and there they, they was these older assholes who were faking me out. And But I believed it wholeheartedly. I was like, that makes sense. Look, it's right underneath there. And it looks like a gas tank. Could hold gas. It's holding some kind of liquid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Anyway, we, i I feel like we can get influenced more and I, and with the you know the more the more the people believe what you're saying, then uh, you're influencing them if they believe you, right?
1: Yeah, I think if you're listening to somebody that you tend to agree with generally, then they have more influence on you for sure.
0: That's why Joe Rogan got in trouble when he said, uh, haphazardly, he said that people in Oregon, uh, the people that are in Oregon that are starting the fires were Antifa. (laughs) And it ended up that the FBI, (laughs) that's how big Joe Rogan is. The FBI issued a statement saying, uh, don't listen to, you know, podcasts, social media or anything like that. Uh, Antifa is not the cause of the fires in Oregon or something or other. Did you hear about that?
1: Yeah, I think so. It's crazy. Yeah. So,
0: you know, this podcast gets big. We can't just say whatever the hell we want. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I guess nothing really happened to him, right?
0: With, you had to just be responsible about what you say. I yeah. think that that's the lesson learned there.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: All right. So, 6 subscribers. What do you think about that? You you proud of that number?
1: <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm proud, but we haven't shared this on like Facebook or anything, you know. You're so correct. So, you got to do that to get get people listening.
0: That is true. And uh Which
1: I don't want I don't know if I don't want people listening to me. <laughs>
0: Well, that, you guess. and Chelsea have the same problems. I mean, come on, man. We're doing media. You have to be comfortable with your voice. And actually, I th- I find your voice delightful, to be honest with you. It's a stark contrast for my voice, which is like a womanly type voice, you know? You don't know how many times I've driven up to the drive-thru and the, and the people say, anything else, ma'am? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you know, it's you not you like have you to have a... Like,
1: you don't have a high pitch voice.
0: It's not high pitched but it's not necessarily manly, you know like what you like it's not like a baritone. Like what would you say? Like yours is uh I don't even know this, you know, baritone, soprano, but I think baritone soprano are like the deeper voices in... like a no, nah. uh,
1: you know. <laughs> baritone baritone, bass or tenor are like more deeper. Alto okay, is kind of
0: soprano, soprano's not deep.
1: No, Soprano's the high pitch. Is it really? Yeah. Alto's the the medium, so you're probably an alto. Oh, All right. <laughs> so then you're barit oh well what are you then? I guess bass or baritone or something like Ooh. that. I like
0: I like that. <laughs> Matty <Maddie> bass. <laughs> Matty baritone. I like it. See, it makes right, so, it, it, it it makes sense. If we were both baritone, now it would be like, ah, oh, too much baritone, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: We we I guess. It, we
0: match well together as far as, you know, a symphony is concerned. You were gonna say something, sorry, go ahead.
1: I was gonna say, has this podcast started yet?
0: <laughs> oh, it's yeah, it's been gone. Put okay. the mic on his face. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's been gone. Yeah. Cool. Yeah never since we started with the whole first subscribers thing nice uh i did want to say something about the stock market so that donald trump doesn't think that he's the the bee's knees of stock market like uh or the economy going up but ever since that biden got elected oh. Uh, you probably don't look at the stock market as much as I do because I actually put five hundred dollars into the stock market just to see just to test my abilities. Just Try so to you roll know. It. yeah, yeah. That well, I didn't want to put any more because I would have lost so much because I already lost. I I lo- I put in five hundred, I lost a hundred. Hmm. And now if I had just left that stock in there, I would have won or not won. Chelsea says you won money and i said no you made money but yeah i guess you do really just win it uh i would have made seven hundred dollars on my five hundred dollar investment but that's that's how the stock market is like gambling i i'm not i've never been very good at gambling
1: yeah me neither
0: so you don't do the stock market i'm i'm guessing does kim anybody um, around
1: we have mutual funds, but we don't like, you know, monitor it and say, oh, let's sell and buy this and all that. It's basically you got a we got a financial guy and he meets with you and says, how aggressive do you want to be? You know, one to five. Give me a give me a number. And based on that, he decides how much of what kind of stock to buy. Mm. Um and it's basically like we have access to the whatever the website is so we can monitor it and see how it's doing. But it's more of like a long game, you know? It's keep putting money into it every month and then you know, you might lose in a six month period, but over the course of five years and ten years and for us twenty years, you'll gain a bunch. You so that's kind to keep of the idea. Putting
0: money into it?
1: Yeah. I mean you don't have to, but you
0: don't have to, but if it's doing good, if it's doing well no can I ask is it doing good
1: um honestly, haven't checked it recently, okay. but since we've started, it's gone up, okay, which was like mm, there you go. probably like four or five years ago now oh wow. but the the sure. concept I so I think again i don't I don't know anything about the stock market, but I think the concept of putting it in monthly is. You're gonna get some where you when you're where you're buying low, and you're gonna get some where you're buying high. But over a long period of time, it's gonna even out, and you're gonna you're gonna get some gains.
0: So Which the is ultimate generally, goal is for the stock market to increase incrementally, little by little.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yep, and it's again over the course of um, a long period of time. Because, like you said. The stock market probably went up when Biden was elected, but that's not really – I'm sure people that really know how to do it made a lot of money off of that short little burst. But for most people that are just trying to save for retirement, they're not going to be putting in – because it's a big gamble. So people aren't going to be putting in a high amount of money and then trying to get it out in a week or something. It's more of just putting in a little bit every now and again and – over the course of time, you'll get some good gains. But That's again, a mutual right, fund
0: because uh, what my father got, he went, uh, he got some inheritance money, and uh, they decided they wanted to use that inheritance money to, you know, help make extra money. They didn't need the money, but they just wanted to use that money to help him make money in a different way, and so they went yeah. to see a financial advisor. And they basically, same sort of thing, but I don't think it was mutual funds. It was basically they were putting the money into uh, the stock market. And depending yeah. on how the stock market did, uh, that's how you did, you know? Yeah. So let's just say you put in, I don't know, a $1,000, and then the stock market goes up, you know, whatever whatever the number is. You make that much, and then... If, if the stock market, so anyway, what, uh, what he got out of it because he got pissed off because after one year he had only made 1.7% and the financial advisor was saying, Hey, that's, that's good. You're up, you know, you didn't have to do anything for this money. You're up. Yeah. And uh, he was like, no, it should have gone up. Like my dad was just impatient about it. I mean. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, we're back now. Uh, what were you talking about?
1: Just stock market stuff. You are talking about how your dad got like less than 2% return in a year and he wasn't really happy with that and it's understandable.
0: Yeah, I but. don't know if that's a, a happy number or not a happy number. I would, I don't know. I would imagine any kind of a gain is a happy number, but... He he plays it differently now. He does he he tr- which is I feel like is more dangerous. But he just does it because he's a he just he loves to gamble, mm. and uh, it's just a different type of gambling. To be honest with you, um, yeah. So he does short. So he he'll buy like a certain amount of stock, and then he'll see how that stock like he'll buy it when it's on its way down. And yeah. then wait until it comes back up and then he'll sell it. Yeah. And then he won't buy it again until it's on its way down. And then he'll, so he keeps on that trend. You know, he buys on the low, sells on the trends up. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I'm not smart enough to know how to do all of that.
1: Me neither, man. Uh, <laughs> more power to him. But I, you got to be, you know, you, if you're going to do that, it takes up a lot of your time because you got to be on you gotta it. You got to be watching it you know? constantly. Yeah. So.
0: But he's old enough now where he doesn't do so much so that he's got the time, I guess, to watch it.
1: Yeah. That's and, cool. Uh,
0: yeah. I, I mean, he's made money. i just afraid <laughs> he's going to lose it all. <laughs> <laughs> but it's his money. So you can do whatever you want with it, I guess. You know, yeah. it's not just your children's future and your <laughs> grandchildren's future, dad. It's only your money.
1: <laughs> you think he's our Florida listener?
0: Uh, I hope he will listen at some point. I don't think he, if he's doing this uh, day trading, then he's not going to have enough time to listen. Mm. Nice. He'll listen at some point. My my uh, brother, Johan, uh, he sent a text. And uh, because I I told him, I said, hey, I would like to have you on the podcast because he's all the way out in Oregon. And he's got he was used to be a professional skateboarder and he skateboarded with uh, Tony Hawk's son. Hmm. He he lived in a house with a bunch of skateboarders. I thought it would be a really cool interview to just talk to him and get his perspective on what it was like out there living the skate living the dream basically skateboarding living in a house you know uh with a with a bunch of skateboarders he didn't have to pay any rent All, all he had to do was just find a job to make enough money for food so rent was like completely covered and then if you made it you know uh with like a video or something like that, because it's like L.A. and Hollywood and all that stuff, then you would get rewarded or something or other. I don't don't know exactly how it worked, but he was out there for a really long time. That's cool.
1: He's still in Oregon?
0: Well, he just moved from L.A. to Oregon recently. Okay. He had another opportunity out there. So he's out in Portland. That's cool. Yeah, we you should ever have a skateboard him on the podcast. What? Yeah. No, I'm not very good at skateboarding. Mm.
1: I did I'm when I was a very... kid.
0: You you were good.
1: No, I mean I I skateboarded. I wasn't any good. I think I could do I could do an Ollie and that was it. I think I did one kickflip in my life.
0: Man, if I could also just do also one don't think kickflip. I had
1: I don't think I had like a legit skateboard either. I think it was one of those like, you know, how the the ones now are the same shape on both ends. I had the one where <laughs> the back was, you know, flatter. Yeah,
0: it was like a fishtail in the back. Yeah, it was like an a like, a older then a one, pointy at the front.
1: Mm-hmm, Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you could do a kick flip on that one, <laughs> if you got on a real skateboard, you could probably do, I don't know what the tricks are called, but a double kick flip or whatever. Nah,
1: <laughs> I did it. I did it wrong too. Like you're supposed to put your plant foot in the front, and mine was back and it was all wrong are you goofy foot yeah me too yeah
0: i have my right foot in the front but you're left footed yeah that's interesting you're again like i said my
1: my um my left foot was my plant foot in the back of the board and then i'm using my right foot to push with which is not how you're supposed to do it
0: Okay, I don't think that there's a real how you're supposed to do it. Just get on the oh, board, yeah. you push it how you want. I'm pretty yeah. sure everybody does oh, it a way, bit differently. Either way, I, mean, come I on. sucked. <laughs> well, maybe that's because you were listening to everybody else tell you what plant foot's supposed to be in the front, what foot's nah. supposed to be in the back, and all that.
1: I was pretty good at rollerblading. That was my <laughs> okay. thing. Cause I used to play hockey, and yeah. and I could skate.
0: I skate too. Blading.
1: Yeah. yeah?
0: Ice skating is a little harder than rollerblading, but it's the same concept.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah.
0: I, li- I like both those as well. For some reason, ice skating really hurt my legs, like uh, mm. the ice skates, actually. Like rollerblades were like, yeah. I don't know,
1: like cushy, cushy. Yeah, man. I don't know what it is about them, but. They're not comfortable. <laughs>
0: they really aren't. I mean, come on. You guys yeah. can put some more fur in there or something. <laughs> like, let's uh, put uh, some extra padding. Golly. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a, a, Every time that I've been on ice skates, I've always come off like with blisters or something crazy, some kind of chronic disease. Not, not, a, not a disease. I'm, just, I'm just kidding around.
1: <laughs> yep. All right. What's next? All
0: right. What's next? <laughs> Matt says, enough with this conversation. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's okay. It's fine. Did you see, you didn't see the uh, American Music Awards, did you?
1: No. Nah.
0: It was beautiful. Uh, Justin Bieber. Uh, there are more. There are more. <laughs> uh, the, uh, I don't think Kanye West did. Oh, uh Man, I wish I could. Why don't you pull up the list of artists? You're you're the one sitting there. You the talking computer.
1: about the, uh, the the performers? Winners or whoever, the, okay? No, the performers.
0: I don't care about the winners.
1: American Music oh, Awards. that what it's called.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it was called. It was just it just happened this last week, and uh, it was uh, like a big uh, award show. And I thought it was the MTV Music Awards. Chelsea, you know, said. Uh, uh, watch it hmm. but so uh, it
1: was oh my God. I'm by the way, I'm so like out of popular music. I haven't even heard of most of these people, so Oh okay, the weekend,
0: yeah, you don't know Wait, who the weekend is with Kenny
1: G, yeah, I don't know, like about the that, saxophone
0: yeah. guy, yeah, saxophone guy,
1: okay, uh yeah. Justin Bieber, mm-hmm. Uh, Is it Bay Bay Rexa?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know who that is. <laughs> and, and
1: Doja Cat? I was probably saying yeah, this. Yeah, Do- Doja Cat.
0: No, Doja Cat's right.
1: Um, Dan plus Say, Louis Capaldi, and Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah,
0: you know who Machine Gun Kelly is?
1: I've heard of the name. I have no idea what you kind of music who, it is. You know
0: who he's dating? You know who Megan Fox is?
1: The actress?
0: Actress from uh, uh, Transformers, the first one was mm. Shia LaBeouf.
1: Okay, yeah. That's
0: her, yeah. Well, she just okay. recently got divorced from uh, the guy from 90210. <laughs> <laughs> a gr- a green I don't know who any of
1: these people are. I know. So yeah, I got yeah, nothing yeah. to add, sorry. It's okay, it's fine. I don't, uh, don't have to add anything. Okay, Nelly, I've heard of him. Didn't didn't know know he he was was so popular? He's not. Okay. Uh, He's not
0: popular at all. I I was thinking that myself whenever he was performing that, does he feel like an old guy? I mean, he's like my age, like in his 40s. And these guys that are like winning and performing and all that, they're like in their 20s or their teens. Yeah. You know? So once you're 40 in that industry, like you better be like a producer or own some kind of company that, you know, brings these guys up. You can't be performing anymore. So that's why I was thinking when Nelly was performing, I was like, man, he looks if you watch the performance, he actually looks like he's tired of doing this. Like he's like, oh, Mm. God, I wish I didn't have to do this. I've done it so much, you know, already. (laughs) That's a bummer. Yeah, but it was good anyways. But he, he did not look like super hype to be there. <laughs> it's like, I've been here, I've done this. All right, already. They're yeah. just paying me some money to do it, which is fine. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. So, also Megan the Stallion. I don't know who that is. Bad Bunny and Jay Cortez. Sean Mendez.
0: I, I, I know who he is. Yeah. He performed with Justin Bieber. It was actually okay. really
1: good. Okay. Uh, Katy Perry. Yep. Billie nice, Eilish. Uh,
0: well, yeah, uh, Katy Perry performed with a country guy, uh, Darius Rucker. You know who okay. he is, right? Yeah. Yeah, they performed together. Again, that was a beautiful 90s. duet.
1: If it's from the yeah, 90s, or like, yeah. yeah, I'll know it.
0: Yeah, Darius Rucker was there. So it was a big, big show. I mean, you took a, 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 a wide range of generational music and put it into one so i think it was yeah. called the american music awards correct
1: yeah amas yeah. american music awards Yep.
0: amas yeah well anyway uh, what i wanted to talk about was uh, like uh, the weekend that guy who's like super popular super talented came out in like with like bandages all over his face like he was like a burn victim and Jeez. i didn't know what that was all about at all, you know. I was like, "Why has he even got that on? That's crazy." Did he just get in an accident? Like uh, you could say, like, "Oh, excuse me, I just was, a, I just, I'm, I'm a burn victim, and uh, I can't make the awards." <laughs> but he, I, th- I, think it was like some kind of social statement. But I don't know, I don't know what the statement would be.
1: Oh yeah, he's got like this mask on. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: Maybe it's not ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I don't understand it.
1: Here's why the weekend's face was covered in bandages.
0: Oh boy, I can't wait to hear this. I've been okay. wondering all week. As soon as he came out there, I was like, "What the fuck? Why is he wearing that? That's crazy." Is he all right? I was saying, I was like, I was like worried about the guy, but I think it was not. And I'm just gonna put this out there as a guess before Matito tells us exactly what it is. But I believe that it was some sort of uh social message or something like that. Let's see what let's see what it really is. Let's hear what it really is.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to read through this oh, okay. four page essay mm. about why I did this.
0: The, the Justin Bieber and Sean Mendez performance was incredible, although Justin Bieber really just talks about himself, his whole like soundtrack apparently has to do with like just himself and his life, which, which is good. I mean, it's fine, but it's uh, it's just interesting. You got anything, Matt? Nope. No. So wow. So the article at the top says this is why the yep. weekend wore the thing, and now you gotta read the entire thing. It's probably at the very end. It's probably not even in the article of why. They just they clickbait.
1: Exactly.
0: And that's crazy. <sighs> well, I don't I don't know exactly why I wore it either, but it was just interesting why. Maybe you can keep looking that up. Let's uh that's the only thing that I really wanted to talk about uh, about the American Music Awards. Oh, I no, actually I wanna talk about one more thing. So <laughs> the host of the show, she's a great actress, African American woman, I don't even know her name. But she opened up the show and nobody was sitting in any of the front section, right? Like it was like a completely empty place, which I was I was thinking in my brain like, well, why are you even doing it there? Oh, I guess the performances are there. So the only people that were in the audience were in the second uh, floor. Uh, the, uh, uh, I don't know what you call that. The, the balcony. S- the balcony. Thank you. The second balcony area. Yeah. And uh, it was only the performers. Or the ones that were nominated, or the artists, or and was their it family. A,
1: was it a COVID thing?
0: Yeah, that's of course. That, that's why they're okay. distancing like that. Well, the lady that is the host, she probably got told to say this, because I don't know why you would even say this. And let me know your thoughts. She comes out and she says... Well, look at here. We're doing our thing, socially distancing. We're being responsible, blah, blah, blah. She makes this whole thing about how they're being socially distancing and being responsible with the COVID and this and that. And okay, fine. Yeah, of course you're doing that. There's nobody sitting in any of these seats, you know, and the only people that are sitting are like up in the balcony and it's only the performance and they're spaced out exactly how they're supposed to do it. But my question was, why do you even have to say it? Yeah. Why don't you just go on with the show? We yep. know you're being socially responsible. Why did they? Why did? Why did she have to like overemphasize the fact that they're being like responsible? It's crazy. It was to me. It just felt like <sighs> it disingenuous.
1: like that's the case with a lot of celebrities nowadays i mean especially i mean if you're younger and you grew up with social media all the time i don't know it's just the way social media is you know you you're just you tell people about the good stuff but you don't tell people about the bad stuff i wonder if that just bleeds over into you know the stuff that people say as well
0: I don't know. yeah I don't know it just uh, she she made it like over emphatic as far as like how good of a job that this award the... show was doing for being socially responsible like the show must go on, but we're being so so much better than the rest of the country as far as you know the rules and parameters and blah blah blah. I feel like that the producers or somebody must have told her to say that because. Just it's it it was like a little bit over the top.
1: There's definitely some um, when it comes to the whole mask and and social distancing. There's definitely like people point out, oh, you guys aren't you're not doing the right thing, and and we're so good at this. We're we're better than you, almost, like because we're doing social distancing things or whatever, wearing masks, you know. It's yeah, like it was almost
0: like a we're better than you, sort of a kind of a speech, you know. And yeah. that's why I thought it disingenuous because nobody really knows what they're doing. Nobody really knew the rules. Nobody, there wasn't any real leadership from any governments or anything. Nobody knew what they were doing. Not even the government.
1: I have a, a COVID story from the other from the other day. Um, so you know that I had COVID, and my yep. son Luke had it. Yeah. So. <clears throat> On Sunday, he had like this barking cough and he was woke up and he was wheezing. And this was a good 10 days after he started having symptoms from COVID. And then the symptoms went away and and then this came back. So we went to the urgent care and we had masks on and I even put a mask on him and surprisingly he wore it. And we go into the urgent care and they have the little dots on the floor for where you're supposed to stand. So we go to the dot. And the guy at the front asked us, hey, what are you guys here for? And I told him, you know, he has COVID. These are his symptoms. And then some people started walking in the door behind us. And the guy stands up and says, stop, stop. Wait outside. You guys no got to wait outside. No way.
0: Did he yeah. panic like that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nah. And we I
0: mean, you should expect that, right?
1: We told him. We called the urgent care ahead of time, said, hey, we have COVID. Do you guys treat COVID patients? I mean, it's a pediatric urgent care. Sure. and they said yeah for sure so they knew that we were coming and they knew that we had it but i guess he didn't know the know the message but i don't it know sounds I, like I, a, it sounds like a rookie mistake to me i mean i, you mean, I don't
0: panic the entire <laughs> facility you know well, what I mean?
1: luckily luckily it was pretty small there was no one in the waiting room which was good because that would have caused more panic um <laughs> and once we kind of checked in, they got us into a room pretty quickly, so wasn't too big a deal. But I don't know, it was it was a weird feeling to be like, "You're the you're the contaminated one," and yeah, I understand it. Like, I understand yeah, almost, it. Like yeah, if you can well, keep people from being around me, do it. But the way you did it was just like a little a little shocking.
0: <laughs> it was a little shocking. I wonder if there's a way to do it where it's almost like a like you're wearing a scarlet letter, you know, like I have well, like a T-shirt or something like that. I have covid. Stay away from, you know, and then people can stay. And, and it's not because you're trying to make yourself like, you know, the I'm the contaminated one, but it's more about. Now you don't have to say it to every single person. It's just written on your shirt or, or on your hat or whatever the thing you're supposed to have that says, I have COVID, stay yeah. the fuck away.
1: I was going to, if there were people in the waiting room, I was going to say, hey, we're checking in. We're going to wait outside so we're not around other people. But there was nobody in we there. We COVID, then, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we. I've been to a, I think it was my dentist. And they started people uh, don't come in the office. They just, when they get there, they text and say, I'm here, and then people wait in their cars. And then when they're when you're ready for them, they come in. So they could have oh, done okay. something like that, but I Still don't know, maybe they can't. Still at the same
0: can't. time, I mean, think about it. I mean, you have to open the door, so you touch the door, right? Like, it's yeah. not like you're... You're going to go in there and it's like the virus is going to be completely contained. But I understand doing right. as much as you possibly can to stop the virus. But interesting. So he said so what he said all that. And then what happened? Those people so never then, came back.
1: <laughs> I don't know, because we went over to the side um, while they were getting the room ready. And then we went in the room. I think he probably after that went out there and said, OK, you guys can come in now. How was the
0: doctor as far as uh, staying away from you? Or what did he have on and things like that?
1: So there was a nurse and a a doctor. They both Mm -hmm. had on... um, Or sorry, the nurse had on a face mask and a shield. And then a full gown and gloves. Okay. Um, The doctor came in. She had that on except for the face shield. Hmm. And she was... She wasn't like you know like this type of thing, because I th- no. I think they probably um,
0: understand. I don't they, know that they're, they're used to it because as... it
1: it certainly seemed like they don't get that many COVID patients, but they understand they're in the healthcare <laughs> field and they're going to be exposed. Well, the uh, but,
0: receptionist could have been his. It could have been his first week or something like that. Like yeah, it seems yeah. like he like really panicked, you know. Yeah. And by the way, how many male receptionists do you really have? I mean, not not that many. Like, I mean, was, I don't even know. He might not.
1: I don't know if he was a receptionist or just like a on the nursing staff. But, anyways, it was it was a little funky. But what I didn't I forgot to mention. So. We started out doing a virtual visit with Atrium and they said, okay, you know, go to urgent care or emergency room or something. So we said, okay. Then we made an appointment with uh, urgent care in Gastonia. Same thing. We told him we have COVID. He's having symptoms. That's why we're coming. We get into the place and they asked us why we're here. And I told him and she kind of misunderstood me and said, oh, you're here for COVID tests. I said, No. We have COVID. My son has these symptoms. I want to get him checked out. And she, there was two receptions there or whatever they are, and they were both like the same thing. They were kind of like, "Oh my God, what are you doing in the in the building?" And uh, so okay. one of them went back to ask, I guess, the doctor or another nursing staff or something, what they should do. You the would other think one asked, that
0: "They would already know." I mean, there should been some kind of training. It's been seven months, bro.
1: I know, man. And the next one asked me, "Aren't you guys supposed to be quarantining?" And I said, <laughs> "What? yes, we have been quarantining. My son is sick with COVID symptoms. That's why we're at the doctor. I mean, I understand <laughs> wow, like bro. a little bit of trepidation, but come no, on, damage. man. It, yeah, a, he's a year and a half old and he's having symptoms. And we talked to the people online. They said, go in to see somebody. So they they didn't see us. They told us to go to the emergency room. They kicked us out.
0: No way. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So I mean, what if what if you what if your son had died or something like that and they sent you away? Imagine. I mean, I I don't want to imagine it because of course it's a horrible thing, but that I mean, what they're saying, that could have happened. Yeah. That could have legitimately happened.
1: Yeah. That's insanity. It's it's one thing if you just if that's your stance, just we don't accept COVID patients go to the emergency room. Absolutely. But we signed up but ahead of time. We signed up ahead of time and said, "He's got COVID. He's got symptoms."
0: So, uh, what did Kim say about that? I wonder. Was she furious? She must have been. Yeah. I'm kind of furious, and I don't even like. Uh, and you're you're you guys are my great friends, but like. Yeah, I'm. Not, you know, I'm not your wife, and I would imagine she would be horrified i mean that's
1: yeah i mean it it was it was pretty upsetting and then like after we left there i was driving to the emergency room so we're gonna have to wait in the emergency room around a bunch of people that probably don't have covid you know that's not a good situation um but that's when she called the uh other place we end up going to in charlotte
0: so it's a fun day how did the emergency room treat you
1: uh, I didn't go in. Like I was on the way there, and she called the urgent care in Charlotte, and they actually she talked to them on the phone. And they said we treat COVID patients, and that's where we ended up going. Okay, I understand. Yeah,
0: man, <laughs> it's interesting that even medical facilities, when COVID comes around, they have no idea what to do. I mean, that just sounds like uh, you. You had no training, uh, no idea how to handle the situation. And it's not like you just like ran in and said, I have COVID. Ah." Yeah. Like, you know, you called ahead. They said, OK. Then you came in being all respectful. And then they they were still so freaked out by the whole thing (laughs) that they sent you away. Yeah, man i can't like that's a crazy story yeah <laughs> that would make the news in most uh places i mean that's that's a crazy thing i mean i'm surprised you're not even more man and i know matt's a very gentle being he would never sue or anything like that or anything you know he just chalks it up to like hey they, you know they just didn't know what they were doing But yeah. golly you had seven months to fucking train your facility. You are a medical facility. What in the fuck?
1: yeah, yeah, it's a little surprising. I feel like the when I've had bad um issues with like medical personnel, it's never like their competency. It's always stuff like this, like just not being organized like. Oh, we signed up here. We we said we could come, and then I get there and you can't come. Stuff like Mm that. I don't know. I mean, it worked out okay. And it wasn't like he's, he wasn't like, I I can't breathe, you know? He so, it wasn't that big a deal. Of
0: course. But But, yeah, but even if, uh, thank God, because if he had been like that, holy moly, they might have ran out of the building, left you guys there by yourselves. Yeah. That's what it almost seemed like. To me, like, that they just were, like, so freaked out by your presence. They were like, get out of here. Yeah. Please, if you don't mind. And now we got to all the entire place. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's a horrible experience. I'm so sorry you had that.
1: It's all good. It's all good. And for what it's worth, I had a mask on. Luke had a mask on. Neither of us was, like, coughing or anything. The receptionists or whatever they were were at a desk with plexiglass and they had masks on
0: why do you think that they're not receptionists you said that twice already well
1: i mean they wear scrubs so i think they it's not like they're just sitting there answering the phones you know i think they're they're doing something
0: whoever receives you or the or the client, or whoever, yep. is the receptionist, right? And that's the okay. definition of it, right? <laughs> you're like sure. the receptionist, or whoever they were. You said that twice. <laughs> or whoever they were. <laughs> but maybe you're so put off by the whole thing, you're just like, or whoever they were. They, or these doctors, or whoever they were. Or this medical facility, or whoever that, or whatever that was. Yeah. <laughs> it's very whatever similar. they are. No, I yeah. agree with you. yo. Like that's that's not cool. That's yep. that's really not cool. That's actually like, that's really eye opening. That's crazy.
1: They're really yeah. not
0: prepared. Like, yeah, you're right. They should just say, we don't take covids. We're covid racists. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. Yep. <laughs> you know, and that'd be perfectly understandable. It's fine. You're you're not able to handle it. Cool, but just tell us don't invite us in yeah man man crazy anyway what did uh, what what did uh your wife say by the way did she say anything or was she was she just, <laughs> just did, did her jaw drop the same as mine
1: pretty much I mean it was like kind of like what the hell we made an appointment we told you guys why can we not come in why are you not gonna treat us I mean it was a little more animated that than that because we were both kinda a little shocked. Yeah. Uh but that was that was the gist of it. Like, what the hell?
0: <laughs> is that is that a Yelp, is that Yelp review uh worthy? <laughs>
1: I don't know, man. I I'm mean
0: asking for real.
1: I don't know. Do you do Yelp reviews on well, doctor's offices?
0: No, but like it, something so egregious is that don't you think you should like make others aware just in case they have COVID and they want to go to that facility? Yeah, well, maybe doesn't so. They check that facility. You know what I mean?
1: I suppose, but
0: <laughs> if, I don't, people, I don't if w- people
1: ask, we have COVID, will you come? Will you see us? And they say, yeah, then <laughs> the review is not going to matter.
0: I guess you're right, but I just uh here's, here's the only reason that I ask is, well, not the only reason I ask, but one of the reasons I ask is because I was on uh, Facebook and they had this whole thread and a shit ton of people commented on it and they were like, Carowinds is opening. How are they hmm. handling the COVID situation, right? And, you know, is it safe to go there? Well, here's the answer to that, folks. No, it's not motherfucking safe to go to a fucking, to go anywhere where there's a bunch of people trying to gather and you're trying, you know, and now all of a sudden you're trying to make these people clean in between the rinds. Like maybe they missed a spot. Who knows, you know, like it's not safe. Somebody should have said that. Nobody said that. Every yeah. comment was, yeah, they, they uh, you know, everything's spaced out. Uh, not The lines aren't too long. Uh, you know, they clean in between the rides. That's what really takes so long to get on the ride is because they clean in between the rides. I don't know. It was just like... It's, how can it be safe to go there? How can you make it 100% COVID-proof? You cannot... And uh, with a lot of different things, a, re- a restaurant, how can you make that? A hundred percent. You cannot. The, even my business, a, a, a children's fitness center, how can I make that perfectly safe? I cannot. I cannot. Yeah. We cannot. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. You either, you either take the risk or you don't.
1: Yeah. There's definitely, I don't think nobody a hundred percent knows the answers of what should but, we do. What can we do? But it is frustrating when people say that they have the answers, you know?
0: And that's what's even scarier. I think as a business, I'm thinking to myself, okay, somebody gets COVID, they go to a facility, and then they get handled properly. But no, not even the facilities can handle the person properly. I mean, that makes me as a secondary business that – can handle it that's that's gonna that's gonna basically say uh look all i can tell you is go to your local health uh facility and they will take care of you and they cannot i mean come on i mean i feel like and you don't have to say it on the podcast but i actually if you had and matt's really nice i don't think he's gonna say it he's not gonna throw them under the bus but i but i wish that he would I wish that he would say the name of the facility, the name of the person that's in charge of that fucking facility, and somebody needs the fucking answer for the fact that my friend Matt and his young son got the fuck thrown out of a medical facility because they had COVID. I mean, come on. I'm not going to call him out, man. I know you're not. You're too nice. Well, it's bad karma anyway.
1: For Yeah, for all I know, maybe that's their policy is they don't handle COVID patients and... Somehow we slipped through the cracks when we said we have covid. can we come in so I'm not uh, gonna
0: we're gonna yeah. chalk that one up to a human error, yeah, which is scary that we're just gonna stop there like <laughs> I, I don't I wanna keep going i wanna- f- I wanna figure this out. I wanna know who it was, I wanna know who that receptionist or whoever that was. You know, like, tell me why in the fuck they did that. It's crazy. We're going to get back to that. We're going to get back to that. We're going to move on, but we're going to get back to that at some point. I'm going to do some research behind the scenes for you folks and and see if I can figure this out. This is crazy. I mean, that's just a crazy story. Yeah. That's a really bad, crazy story.
1: I mean, I'm sure if he was like, struggling to breathe they would have took him back
0: <sighs> it's not even about that it's about yeah. the, the fact that they they treated you like a pariah you know they treated you like uh like an exile like or both of you guys you know like uh, the fact that they panicked so much that they shooed the next people coming in the door like it was some kind of fire nah. or something like that
1: no those were two different two different places so the oh. first place we went, it was just us oh, that went into the waiting oh, room. wait a minute. They kicked us
0: minute. out. Oh, my God. Wait the second
1: minute. place was the guy who said, you know, the people who <laughs> came in behind us go back out. Those are the ones that actually saw us.
0: Wow. So both facilities really weren't prepared for I mean, the second COVID one, incident.
1: The place, uh, the place we went to, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying... To the patients behind us, hey, these people have COVID. You guys need to wait outside. The way he did it, maybe that wasn't so great because he, he kind of panicked. But, I mean, if, I, if my son didn't have COVID, but he had symptoms, and I knew the people in front of me had COVID, I would have said, yeah, I'll wait outside. So, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Just the way without, he did it.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. But it goes without saying... They haven't had very many COVID patients, obviously.
1: Doesn't sound like it, no.
0: If they had, they would have known what to do. You you were probably the first one. Yeah, maybe so. That that particular person dealt with at the second facility. The first facility, there's no excuse for that shit. But the second facility, okay, you can understand Mm -hmm. how maybe this is first day on the job or something like that. Yeah. and, And man, oh man. Well... Hey, a big thumb a big thumb sideways for the <laughs> medical facilities over there. Not a thumbs up, not a thumbs down. It's just a sideways thumbs because come on, man. Figure it out. I mean, yeah. God the almighty. <laughs> that's crazy. Yep. Well, imagine you're I mean, you're not the only one that's gone into those facilities, I'm sure, with COVID. Or apparently you were. Apparently you were the only one. Where's this Gastonia?
1: The place that kicked us out was Gastonia. The place we went to is Charlotte.
0: Hmm. They made you drive all the way to Charlotte. They kicked you out of Gastonia. I'm doing my research. There can't be that many medical facilities over there.
1: <laughs> all right, let's move on.
0: <laughs> all right, we're moving on. You can cut this out. You you can. That Matt's the producer, so he can always delete whatever he wants. So I'm I'm nah. his. Uh, you know, uh, not begging and call, but I'm like at his mercy as far as you know what makes it or doesn't make it on the air. Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you is, uh, so and Chelsea's not here, so it makes it easier to ask this question. Is uh, I got invited to a dinner. Chelsea's friend, she yep. invited me. She said, "Hey, you want to go have primary dinner? We're gonna watch uh, the Kansas City game." My friend's a Kansas City fan. I said, of course, yeah, let's go, and uh, we went. And as soon as I got to the door, the whoever answered the door was like, "Hey, I, uh, hey, it's twenty-five dollars."
1: Now, this is a at a person's house, like they're cooking, or yeah, they you, like order co- out.
0: They're cooking. No, no, okay. no they're cooking. I mean, ordering out or cooking is the same thing. You're invited to this person's house. They spent money on the food, whether it's uh, ordering out or they're cooking it themselves, right? Yeah. But I was just so put off by that. And I I looked at Chelsea and, and like, for a split second. And I was just like, are you for real? But I couldn't say anything because I didn't want to be rude. I had just, like, met this person. I didn't want to. $25? What the fuck? You invited me over here. I didn't want to say that, right? But that's what I was thinking inside my face, you know? Like, why are you you asking me? You invited us over here. Why are you asking us for money unless you already told Chelsea that it was going to be $25? Maybe she didn't tell me. That could Hmm. also be a possibility. But, so the only question was, (laughs) <laughs> because I was struggling to come up with topics <laughs> what was has that ever happened to you or is that or do you think or do you find that to be socially okay
1: it's never happened to me um I would say it's definitely a little odd like it's not the norm but I think it's okay I think with anything it's, it's kind of like with the doctor's office if you're gonna do something like that, why not tell them ahead of time? Say, hey, why don't you guys come over? We'll cook dinner. Um, but it'll be fun. We're going to watch the game. And if you it's don't mind, throw in 25 bucks. bucks just to cover the cost of the food. If they said that, you wouldn't think anything of it, right? At least then you get, no. you get notice ahead you of time. Would, yeah, and you so would you can have decide. the
0: opportunity to decline you know, yeah. or accept.
1: So, yeah. I think uh, being upfront about it probably would have been a little bit better. But that being said, I mean, that why being wouldn't you? You don't
0: invite somebody to your house if you can't afford to fucking feed them. Come on. I mean, think about it. You're not going to invite somebody to your house and say, "Come on, come on over for dinner" if you couldn't afford it.
1: I guess. Then why are you even doing if, it in the first place? What if you can't afford it, but you want to do it, and people want to hang out? Then you charge people money. Again, just tell them ahead of time.
0: Yeah, I guess. You're uh, right. How many
1: people were there? What if they're cooking? Not, what if it costs? Money. Okay, I was gonna say, what it if it costs was, like two hundred bucks? Yeah, it's yeah, definitely definitely a little weird, but it's a little
0: strange. I just thought, yeah. I was just wondering, like social, because here's the thing about like being social and sociable is like there's fine lines about the way you interact with people or what the rules are things like that That most of the social rules are unspoken rules Mm, right yeah so Uh,
1: the other way to do it is you you know oh, i'm gonna cook the main dish Can you guys bring a side or a dessert or something? Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's way more. I've heard that before. If you don't mind bringing, you know, a a bottle of wine or like a side dish or something like that to contribute to the feast. Yeah. But not when you're met at the door, hey, it's going to be 25 bucks. We already did everything else. Yeah, come on. I mean, it's just a little, it's just not, it's just off putting, is what I would how i would describe it yeah i'm with you matito agrees with me okay moving on moving on uh so you know very well and matt used to work at my gym as well but you know very well that a business like my gym is has been affected the most than any other business out there because it's a business where you have to have not only do you have kids which are carrying the virus uh and show no symptoms number 1 that's that's a bad one uh it's a very social environment where you're interacting with a bunch of different people we also serve food at like birthday parties so then there's that aspect and uh you, you also have uh the elderly grandparents of the kids coming to like watch. So it's like a it's like a concoction of like this is what we should not be doing. Yeah. Right? Yep. So my business, although I've contemplated not opening it back up because I know it's such a hodgepodge posh of germs. I know it is. I mean, how yeah. could it not be? I mean, you gotta be a moron to think you know, so the parents that ask me, you know, what are you guys doing for COVID? You know? I think to myself, golly, what 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 can I say that's better than is already out there as far as like what the governor recommends, you know? Yep. Yeah. But I can't lie like that. I'm not gonna lie to people. So no. I'm I'm just gonna be honest, you know? Well, we do whatever the governor tells us to do. You know, we do temperature checks at the door, which, to be honest with you, I believe is a bunch of bullshit because, like, not only is the gun, is that really accurate? And and, and even if it is really accurate, like, then you're going to kick those people out, or what if they are? And then they get... It's just not a very reliable uh, thing, That I don't yeah. think. You know, like no it's either I agree with it's you. either you test people and allow them into the facility or you or you do, you have to have a test to allow them into a facility and apparently there's a uh, facility that tests and uh they came to a birthday party and they told me uh that they would do that for us they would test. Well, they wouldn't test everybody every single day, every single week, because that's very expensive. It's like I think it's like fifty dollars a test. Okay. So you couldn't test everybody every day or anything like that, but you could test the staff. Yeah. You know, once a week or every day or something like that to make it more, uh, you know. I think what everybody wants to feel is that it's safe to go in there. You know.
1: That's the problem. People want to feel safe, but. You can't. It's impossible. You can do certain measures to... Correct. Lower the risk, and testing people would be... That'd be one of them for sure. But let's say you test your employees once a week. How many employees you got?
0: Uh, Five.
1: Five. And how many kids are coming through there every day?
0: Uh, Let's just say 30. 30.
1: Okay, that's not too bad, but still, it's...
0: Well, that's that's COVID numbers. <laughs> yeah. Before COVID, it used to be a lot higher. Yeah. But let's just say COVID numbers now, because we're trying to do real math right now with real yeah. time. So, um, I mean,
1: I, my point is, the non, amount of kids is going to outweigh the staff a ton, so it's almost pointless, you know, to test five people. You can, again, it's one of those things. If you do it and you tell people, some people are going to feel more comfortable and more likely to come. But that, I think people like me are reason. like, uh, okay, I mean, that doesn't really do much because there's a ton of kids coming in. Yeah. I think the way, I mean, the way to feel really comfortable is once they come out with like rapid testing that's cheap and you literally test everybody. I don't know when that'll be cheap enough to do it and available enough to do it. But some of this stuff is just like it's like the Band-Aid on the, you know, the guy that got his arm jumped off. It's not going to do anything. It's going to give you some people want to want to hear reassurances. So I think that'll help with them. But it's not. There's no such thing as safe. 100 percent right now.
0: Well, a vaccine is the only thing that's going to get it back to what we say, quote-unquote normal. But rapid testing would be the second thing that I would think would be the next best thing that I would think would be, uh, you know, make people feel safe and all of that. What I yep. will say to the to the testing in the first place is let's just say you get tested, right? Two minutes later, you could touch a handlebar that... Was infected with COVID. Now you have COVID, but you got tested two minutes ago, but you just got it. You know, like you can get COVID at any time. Even if you get tested, you don't have it. And I know that that's a really good preemptive measure. It doesn't mean that you're not immediately going to get it like again. You know what I mean? So it's almost like you have to test so much. Well, because, well, what do
1: you Plus I mean, that's true. If you you could get tested, not have it, and then touch a handrail or whatever, or somebody coughs in your face or something, and you get it, but I don't think, and I'm I'm no doctor, <laughs> I don't think you can. When you get it, you're immediately contagious. I think there's a gap there. Okay. So, testing people well, I, on a rapid basis and saying, okay, you got it, you can't come in. It's going to do. It's, it's going to prevent some people from coming in. So I, I think that's. That would make me feel safe, safer, safe enough to go.
0: Do you have any doctors
1: that you know? Um, You know, um, Deetra. Who? Oh, Deetra. Deetra. Yeah, Even? she's a, she's a doctor? Uh, respiratory, respiratory therapist, so she's, like, dealing with COVID stuff a lot. Get out. We Dude, should have her on the podcast. She, yeah, that's a good idea. She's probably we should have her on the
0: podcast and ask her for sure. Like we should ask her for sure. This is a legit conversation. Like, what's the best way to secure a facility like a My Gym? And I would yeah. be asking this just advantageously just for me, so that I can keep my business open, and not have to shut it down. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'd be really curious to talk to her and figure out like exactly what, you know.
1: Yeah. You're supposed to do. She'll probably say no because Kim is Talk to her nonstop.
0: <laughs> Kim's been talking she's, to her nonstop.
1: Yeah, teacher's really cool, and she's been super helpful. Because, th- I mean, part of it is because they do like a weekly Skype thing with the soccer girls, so they're just talking about it anyway. But for sure, when I got it, and when Luke got it, she called her up and said, "Hey, what do we do? What should we? What should we do? What are we doing wrong? Whatever." So she's been super helpful. I think she'd be it'd be cool to have her on.
0: I think it would be great to have her on and I would also yeah, like reach to out have to Jen to have her on yeah, reach out to her and see if she'd be interested in. We need to figure out the uh the whole skype thing and the and the voice thing and all that before we do, so we're not like you know stumbling right out of the yeah. gate like we always do at two three one go yeah, <laughs> we always stumble right out of the gate, yeah, uh but. Yeah, that would be great uh, to talk to her. I was listening to a a podcast with, uh, and this is completely unrelated and I'm switching subjects all together right now, so I just want everybody to know, uh, with Matthew McConaughey. And he's been doing a series of uh, interviews on podcasts, a lot of podcasts he's been doing, and it's been promoting his book. Uh, He was on Joe Rogan first. And then he was on a, a bunch of different uh, podcasts. I don't know if I want to say a bunch of different ones, but there was one in particular that I that I watched. That it was an interview with uh, a, him and a, and a girl. And I don't know the girl or who it was, but and maybe I shouldn't say this on air, but I'm gonna say it anyway because Matt can delete it. Um. It wasn't that great, oh yeah it was like it was almost like a like a like a like a high school like oh, not even like a middle school student asking some you know a, uh, actor like questions right out of a book. It wasn't a conversation is what I'm saying, you know, yeah, so so the podcast was basically like she would ask the question. He would say something, and then she wouldn't have anything to say in retort. So then he would just, so then it was on to the next question. (laughs) Like, it would be like, hey, what's your favorite color? And then he would be like, well, you know, I don't judge colors, blah, blah. You know, every color's, you know, got some kind of sound. You know, he'd give this, like, really, like, well-rounded response. And then she would be like, yeah. All right, well, (laughs) what are your thoughts on
1: Right. That's what I was saying. I think I said this before. That there's an interview, and there's a conversation, and the best podcasts are right in between those two. Mm-hmm. You know, because
0: yeah, I agree.
1: Like we right now, obviously we're not the best podcast. But uh, right now we have topics that Wait, we're, we're going not?
0: over. I thought I thought we were. I thought we were. I thought we were like really. I mean, we already we got six subscribers.
1: Right? <laughs> That's estimated six subscribers. Six.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, two of them might be fake.
1: One of them's me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so at best we have three subscribers.
1: Yeah, but yeah, um, okay, yeah, man. just think. If it's an interview, then like just asking somebody questions and getting their answers, it's not not too interesting. Um, just, and on the other it's, side, it's, conversation. If if it's just us talking about nothing, then it's probably not that good either. So it's got to. Hmm. I think you got to shoot for in between those two.
0: Good point. Good point. That's why Joe Rogan is the king ding-a-ling of podcasting. <laughs>
1: I mean, I, mean, really I agree is. with you. I'm just laughing at King Dingling.
0: Yeah, King Dingling is good. He would appreciate <laughs> that, too. I, hey, look, I, I love comedy, too. That's the thing. When he has comedians on there, it's like, it's and <clears throat> it's great. He had recently he had Dave Chappelle on. And Dave Chappelle, he'd been trying to get Dave Chappelle on there forever. But for whatever reason, Dave Chappelle does, doesn't want to go on there. But he mm. was just recently on there just as a side appearance uh, from another. The the guy that used to work with him on Chappelle's show, is, I think his name is Donnell. Uh, I can't yeah. recollect his last name, but Donnell something. Rawlings. And he showed up. Donnell Rawlings, yeah. And, uh, and when Chappelle came on there, it was just like you could just see, like, the, like, well, for me, also, the interest level was just like, whoo! Like, I was like, Joe Rogan, Dave Chappelle. I mean, does it get any better than that? It doesn't get any better than that. Let's see yeah. what these motherfuckers really had to say without jokes. Like, I hmm. want to hear what they really had to say without any of the jokes. That would yeah. be really amazing. And and they, they kind of did do it like that, although uh, Joe Rogan was already kind of riled up from the... Uh the the Donell thing. I think he was more comfortable and then Chappelle was more thinking before he said something. And uh it was just really I, I can't wait till uh till Chappelle goes on there as like a featured uh uh guest. Yeah, be it's cool. gonna be really amazing, yeah. Who's your who's your perfect uh interview? Or not perfect, I don't know how to say perfect, but like who do you who who would you like to see on the Rogan Experience if you haven't seen them there yet? Um or any podcast. Doesn't have to be Joe, but golly, he is the Dangalang King.
1: I like uh Ryan Rosillo. You know him? He used to work for ESPN R- with yeah, uh like Scott Mampel. I listen to his podcast. Um and he's he's a really good interviewer. And he's he's just got really interesting takes so i think that would be pretty interesting
0: does ryan Rosillo do uh uh anything other than sports or does he only do sports
1: uh he only does sports but he can kind of veer off into some other topics it's it's mainly sports but once in a while he'll he'll talk about some other things
0: yeah i like i like sports too there's this guy that a uh, friend that i have who uh, me and him always talk sports so you, you like to talk sports too right
1: yeah sure
0: all right then i need to write some of these topics again to be sports are you more football i know you're soccer for sure 100% but uh, do you do a lot of football
1: i mean i watch nfl mostly and i watch some of the um big college games but okay i mean i'm super spaced out while i'm watching them so i'm not super into it
0: okay so what's your favorite thing to talk about with sports then
1: i could talk some soccer yeah yeah just i'm more keyed into soccer okay um i guess that's about it okay i like the nba
0: yeah i like all the sports is it weird is it's kind of weird right that the nba season is like now Almost about to start again.
1: Yeah, it just, ended like it just ended like yesterday or something.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, bro. Like, like a couple of weeks ago. Like I don't know, like a month ago. When is and it now starting? It's starting back up again. December. Good question. Yeah, it usually starts right around this time. But we had such a lay, you know like layoff or whatever, and uh, I just wonder how they're even going to do it again. I guess they're going to go back to the bubble.
1: I don't I think, think so. <sighs> well, I think then, they're I doing. Know. I think they're doing them in arenas and the arenas are just whatever capacity, you know, their state is allowing.
0: Which nobody knows, yeah. not even the state. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. I mean, think about it. So you're you're allowing people into the stadium and uh, are, you're supposed to socially distance. So you're saying, all right, uh, you sit that only these sections are here for you and these sections are over here for you all right but what happens when you get up and you need to go to the bathroom and a a few of you guys have to go to the bathroom at the same time i mean what happens there or you go to the concession stand you know what i mean like there's no way you're going to be able to keep that place perfectly safe just by saying all right this is your section over there, and that's your section over there. I mean, what about the gate? Don't people still have to come in through the same entrance? Aren't a shit ton of people coming through that entrance? How are you gonna keep that place clean? How are you gonna keep that clean? You know? Yeah. The, the whole thing about the COVID thing is like nobody nobody still even knows, which is which is kind of uh kind of scary to be flat out honest with you.
1: So what do you say to the People that say, you know, at this point everybody knows their the risks. So if they're going to a game, you know, you can the business can do whatever they want to try to do to keep things safe, but they know they're at some risk.
0: What do I say to that? Yeah. I say don't as as a person that's going to the facility. Don't put it on the facility if you catch it, or don't put it on the facility, you know, if they're, like, know that you're not 100% safe. Like, yeah. everybody should at least know that they're not 100% safe going into wherever they're going. Just Stepping out of your house, you're not 100% safe. Sorry. Sorry, you're not. You don't mean- know who sneezed on this you know, uh, uh, railing. You know, you might have touched that. You all know what happened. You know, like, what do you, you don't, think?
1: You don't think people know that already?
0: I, I, I think, I think that a lot of the people, uh, I don't know. That the the answer to that is I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think, I'm not sorry, any percent sure if if it. I don't know the answer. To that. That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that.
1: I think the 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 terrible thing with social media is that there's a ton of people that buy into conspiracy theories and they literally think this is 100% a hoax doesn't exist. And those are the people that I kind of feel bad for cuz
0: <laughs> cuz they're going to die.
1: No. Nah. I mean, not necessarily. There's plenty of people that are healthy. Nah. That,
0: um, Why do you feel sorry for them?
1: Because the the stuff that people post online, if you're not paying really close attention, I mean, you can get caught up in, you know? Okay. The, the freaking tra- president at some point he probably said that COVID doesn't exist or it's a fake or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So if he's saying that, how can you expect people to believe otherwise?
0: Well, it's definitely not fake. And I remember I, I, we had this conversation when you came over, pick up the, uh, the projector that you had left over here. Remember? And, yeah. uh, and I told you as we were walking out I said, I think it's a hoax. And you looked mm. at me like, uh, like I had, you know, 10 heads and you're like you think it's a host and i hoax and i was like no I, i didn't really mean that it's a hoax as far as like it's not real i meant that just the the what's the hoax part is is the inflation of the media towards it yeah you know and i still truly believe that that the the media has inflamed it so much not Not just because they want to, you know, because they have uh, specific um, political agendas that they're trying to push through. And this media story could help push that agenda forward or hold that agenda for going forward. And, And that's why I say it was a hoax. I wasn't saying it's a hoax like it's not real. Obviously, it's fucking real. I mean, the entire globe has it. Goddamn fucking, even Mars might fucking have it by now. I mean, yeah, you know, like, everybody has it in the entire globe, so it can't be a global conspiracy as far as, like, it's a hoax. I'm not saying it's a hoax. I'm, but I am saying that they are elevating the numbers as far as how many people died, as far as how many people are infected. They're not taking into account that coronaviruses are the common cold, so the common cold gets immediately, like, you know... Uh, put into the category of uh, coronavirus. And nobody's really doing any research to that. Elon Musk even really on, sorry to reference him again, uh, Joe Rogan, he was on Joe Rogan and and Elon Musk was even saying that they're inflating the numbers, that it's not uh, accurate, that it's a conspiracy as f- not a conspiracy uh, but that they're inflating the numbers because and the reason that he stated was because that they're making and you can look this up, Matt. If you get a covid case, the 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 hospital gets significantly more money than if you get any other sort of thing. Like the government was like, "Oh, we're going to give you more money for that one specific covid case, right?" So why wouldn't it be advantageous for the hospital to say, all right, every common cold, we're going to call it coronavirus because
1: do are going to make more money. I don't think that's what's happening. I think what could be happening, to your point, is that somebody's in the hospital, they test them for COVID, they test positive, and then they die of a heart attack or cancer or something not covert related. I guess maybe a heart attack wouldn't be covered related, but the cancer or something, you know, and then they call it a COVID death and they get extra money for that. You're I don't correct. think they're they're 100% falsifying. That. That you're seems that pretty sketchy.
0: They're only falsifying the death. They're not falsifying the entry. Is that what you're saying?
1: Right. They're not falsifying the fact that this person tested positive for COVID or not. That'd be my guess. I don't know, man. I mean, how would you even how would you look up that number, though?
0: Well, Well, you compare the numbers from last year to this year. Like, let's just compare common cold numbers from last year to common cold numbers from this year. If it's significantly lower and you can add those numbers to the numbers of COVID cases, then you could see a correlation there, couldn't you? I mean, I'm not a math genius, but at least I know that you could do that.
1: Yeah, makes sense.
0: So just look at it. Don't even go back to 2019 because those could be skewed because COVID was 2019 and 2020. Go all the way back to do 2017. Cold, uh, common cold deaths, you know, and then do and then see, see what happens. Or flu or flu, right? I mean, yeah. there's, they're going to lump all that in together, by the way. A flu. And a common cold is going to lump in together to equal coronavirus. It's just, it just is going to.
1: I so mean, you think the number is going to be the same? Wh- what number? The n- amount of people that died from the flu in, say, 2017 versus the people that died from the flu and corona in 2020.
0: No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying... I want to see the number of the people that died from the flu and the common cold together in 2017. And then I want to see the number of uh, coronavirus deaths, which I already know the number. is close to 300,000, I think, now uh, in the U.S. And then I want to see the numbers. Hold on. And then I want to see the numbers of two. 2019, 2020 cold and see if that number has significantly dropped because I, gar- I bet you it has. And I would be very surprised if it hasn't. Mm. That, those are the three numbers I need to see in order for me to, you know. And I ha- it's funny that I haven't even done this math on my own. I should have already done it, but, like, I've been talking about it and talking about it, but I, I never actually did the math. So Matito is going to pull up the numbers for us and see All right. if we
1: can let's stick to the flu cuz that's an easier number to get. Okay. Um so according to CDC there were 61,000 deaths from the flu in the US in 2017.
0: Okay.
1: Well, right. no, nah, so it's hard to hard to get a number on it because it says that's the 2017-2018 season. So in other well, words let's like it that way. Okay.
0: Do twenty? But we haven't had 20, that yet
1: for twenty
0: twenty. Oh, okay. Well, we're almost there. I mean, we're only a month out.
1: Okay. Um. And
0: if we just subtract the, if we just divide the number from two thousand nineteen to two thousand twenty, divide that by twelve and subtract out uh, one of those, then we would have the, you know, the number. It's not like I want to be exact anyway. So far, it says...
1: So far, it says uh, 22,000. For what? For the night. No, hang on. That's not right either. Because that's last year from the flu. Okay. So there's no way to to know it yet. Because the flu season... I mean, what is the flu season? It started in like October. So we're only talking about two months out of... October, November, December, January, February, maybe out of five months, we're not going to know that yet.
0: So there's already been twenty-two thousand in in now October, November.
1: No, Twenty two thousand? nope. That's last year. So the flu season that started in 2019 and went to you know February or March or whatever it is in 2020. It's, okay. That number is only for that what they're calling the season.
0: Well, coronavirus started in March. Middle, uh, Actually, it started before that, but when the country shut down, it was March, like the middle of March, right before St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Like March 15th, let's just call it, right?
1: Yep. But honestly, it, even that, it varies pretty widely. Like, I just, so the first number I said was from 2017 flu season, it was like 61,000. In 2018, it was 34,000. So there's there's a pretty big variation there. I think we'll know a lot more once 2020 ends because they're just going to look at... They'll be able to look at, you know, how many people died in the U.S. from this year, how many people died the next year. If there's a big jump, then mm-hmm. you're going to have to assume that's from COVID, right?
0: Yeah, I mean... I mean, I want to see how much lower... The cold and flu deaths are in 2019-2020 and were some of those lumped into the coronavirus deaths. That's what that's right. what I want to see. Right. So if there's sixty one thousand people that died in two thousand seventeen, yeah. There better be close to sixty-one thousand people that died in two thousand nineteen-2020. You know what I mean? Like it like it, but if it's like only ten pe- Thousand people died, then right. I'm like, whoa, come on now. That's a big disparity right. there.
1: My point is if, you know, let's say in 2019 30,000 30, people died from cold and flu. In 2020 they say 10,000 people died from cold and flu, but 200,000 people died from COVID. Then it doesn't really matter what they categorize it as. It's It, it would be then it would be clear that COVID was causing more deaths, right? Correct. Okay. Okay. All right, we solved that one. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> listeners.
0: Golly. That, Matt told but, me not to do math on this podcast. No, no, no. I just keep going back to it. He but, can edit that So out.
1: so let me ask, you, I mean, I think that for sure COVID is causing a bunch of deaths, whether you want to call it flu or Covid or whatever. I mean, there's stories of like hospitals calling in tractor trailers to carry uh, out dead yeah. bodies. You know?
0: Yeah. I don't, so are those just stories, or is that real?
1: Yeah. Are the pictures fake? Is that something they they normally do? I mean, do they normally do that? Like even when COVID isn't here, just because of the flu season?
0: Well, it seems unlikely, uh,
1: but I don't know. Could be. It do-
0: it doesn't seem unlikely because here's why. And you're not going to like this because it's another big conspiracy theory. So George Soros, you know who he is? Nope. All right. So George Soros is like uh, uh, he owns, I believe. Look him up real quick so I, that I'm not getting my facts wrong. George Soros and uh, the Rockefellers... And there's only like a handful of families that have so much money that it is a conspiracy theory that they're the ones controlling the entire globe. They're controlling the media. They're controlling the economy. They're controlling all of this stuff, right? That's, that's, that's the conspiracy theory. I know you're laughing at it. It's okay. It's, it's fine. But let's get to the bottom of it because it sounds legitimate to me. And that's not beyond reasonable truth that a handful of people that have monopolized and have all of the money in the entire globe could manipulate, you know, the rest of uh, society. Why not? Of course they could. Of course they can. I mean, they have the most money. If you don't, I mean, if you don't believe that people that have all the money... Have the power to influence everybody else then then I, I don't know what to say I, I then I don't know what else to say
1: so i you- so I mean there's more than one person that has a ton of money are they all the top people grouping together to whatever influence the media I mean do they all have the same message i, I don't I don't get the <laughs> The correlation i get that like the owner of facebook maybe he has um influence he can pull the strings but like
0: he's not even close to the do you talking about mark zuckerberg like pull up pull up pull up this pull up the most rich people in the entire planet like the richest people in the entire globe uh, george soros is going to be at the top of the list i think bill gates is now close to the top of the list. Uh, the Rockefellers are at the top of the list. Uh, I don't think Zuckerberg is even close to the top of the list. To be honest with you, he's up—he's okay. up there, but he's not
1: okay, top five. So are are the all these rich people joining together to put out some message to control everybody?
0: I don't know. Like, that's a good. That's a good question, Matt. That's a good. That's a, that's a question for the five richest people in the world. You want to invite them onto this podcast? Uh, we can have yeah. we can have them on.
1: What's Jeff Bezos's email?
0: <laughs> Yo, that guy. Uh, that guy made that guy made eleven billion dollars in two thousand eighteen, and you know how much you paid in taxes? Zero. Zero. Less than Trump. I mean, yeah. At least Trump paid seven hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> I mean, come on yo that's crazy
1: is that true did he pay zero or did amazon pay zero those are two different things
0: hmm that's a good question again thank you matt uh for stumping me again no i don't know my facts the article that i read was that bezos who owns amazon so is amazon uh Uh, you know, different than uh, Jeff Bezos? Because if Bezos owns Amazon, aren't they the same thing?
1: No, I mean, I'm sure it's a, it's its own corporation. So it has taxes that it pays or doesn't pay. So maybe Amazon paid $0 and then he's making profit and he's taxed as an individual. So he would have to pay taxes. Now I'm not saying he didn't pay $0 because he, I'm sure he, I believe the article
0: did. stated that Amazon made 11 billion and Amazon yeah paid zero in taxes which is not specifically Bezos
1: which is equally as uh, as absurd so I'm not there's no yeah. argument there that's ridiculous
0: Yeah but, but you're right it is it is it is a, it is a uh, uh and that's what I was saying to you before like it is a change in narrative right like if you didn't know to ask that particular question dissected into those two things you would think one is in the same as the other you know and uh that's how easily you can be manipulated. we talked about influence being influenced earlier in the in the podcast how easy it is to be influenced you could just be easily influenced into believing that and it's not exactly true
1: yeah yeah it's tricky
0: what did you find out, Matt?
1: Mm, nothing yet. Oh, okay. It's hard to track down. Man. Again, these—you Google something, you see a headline, and then you click it, and it's a fifteen-page report. It's the well, same asked, way with that's... you ever—you ever do any cooking and look up recipes online? It's the same thing, man. I'm just looking for that five lines of what the ingredients are and how to cook it, and it's just ginormous blog about oh this is my story and i'm a vegan and uh my kids are they eat meat and whatever just tell me the, the tell me how to cook just,
0: just yeah just uh yeah well <laughs> that that that's their gimmick to try to get well it's not a gimmick but that's their way their marketing strategy to try to get subscribers and followers we only have six subscribers matt maybe we should <laughs>
1: Yeah, maybe We should, we should do try some, to
0: follow some of this. We should lie to people a little bit. We here, should do right?
1: some uh, clickbait for sure.
0: <laughs> Actually, I refuse to do any of that because that, we're just doing this for fun, folks. Like, it, You either like us or you don't. You want to subscribe, you don't. It doesn't matter. We're still going to do it every single week. It doesn't matter if you care if we have six subscribers or no subscribers. Oh, by the way, did you hear about this girl? Uh, you know this TikTok star? Her name is uh, Charlie... Charlie, there's a, it's two sisters, Charlie and Dixie, uh, D'Amelio's. They're on TikTok.
1: All okay. Right, well,
0: all right. So uh, Charlie is the bigger one of the stars, and she just hit 100 million subscribers on her. Wow. She's 16 years old, and she hit 100 million on her, on her uh, subscriber list. Uh, and she's ranking ahead of all the other TikTok. And she started late, by the way, in the whole game of TikTok. She started late. All she does is just do these dances. She just does these dances, like, oh, hey, oh, what? you know, to, like, uh, cool music. And then, and then that's it. That's all she does. Just quick little, I don't know, it's like a 50-second, not even, like a 30-second dance. And that's it. That's all she does. These little 30-second th- dances. Got 100 million people. I mean, it's crazy, right? I know you're laughing at it, but, like, it's crazy. Yeah. The next, th- guess how many, all right, so she just hit 100 million. Guess how many number two is. She's number one. Guess how many subscribers <laughs> number two has.
1: 33.
0: All right, all right, come on, all right. Well, obviously, <laughs> it's not going to be that big of a difference, but 70, yeah. 70 million. Okay. So, he has got a 30 million gap. In between, and think about that. I mean, that's, that's a huge gap. That's like if you're running a, like a relay race, you're basically lapping the entire field. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she's kicking ass. And uh, so she was, uh, they they decided that they were going to go on YouTube and create this new show called uh, Dinner Guests with the D'Amelios or something or other. Hmm. This is how you know I don't have a life because I'm just constantly just watching YouTube <laughs> And I, and I the fact that I even know about these guys is blowing Matt's mind right now. But because I'm 42 years old, I shouldn't be watching any of this shit. But but they so they did this show, right? And uh what ended up happening was during the show, they had a private chef who was like a family friend that came out and uh did a paella. You know what paella is? Yep. Yeah, so they did a paella. And uh, he did a paella and get, uh, served everybody. And in paella, in traditional paella from Portugal or Spain or wherever, wherever you're, you put snail in there. Snail hmm. is part of one of the proteins that goes into the paella, snail. Great. Okay. And one of the kids, the older, the 19-year-old, uh, took a bite of that as uh, a snail and obviously she was like oh my god what the hell is this right because the snail I'm not used to eating it right yeah and she spit it out on the side during the thing
1: yeah and
0: then the other and then the other uh child asked uh, or said something like can i get some dinosaur nuggets or something like that so it like they were trying to make a joke about it, but it came off as, like, super rude or whatever. They're just mm-hmm. teenagers. One's 16, one's 19. God, they don't even fucking know what the fuck they're doing. They're they're making millions of dollars just making videos, just fucking dancing for 30 seconds. Like, come on. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> well, they know what the fuck they're doing in that, but they don't... You know what I mean? Like, don't put them on TV. Well, yeah. that that's a whole nother subject. But they got fucking crucified, Hmm. like death threats about how rude they were to the chef, like how they like how they're not appreciative of what they've got and blah, blah, blah and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, golly, like these guys are just like 16 and 19. First of all, if you already got 100 million people by just doing 30 second videos, keep doing that yeah why are you trying to create a new show on youtube you don't even need that yeah yeah and their parents weren't too (laughs) that was probably (coughs) their parents idea to do like hey include us we're the d'amelios like uh, blah 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 oh man i'm sure kim knows about them
1: why do you say she's that? She's the
0: principal of a school because she's the principal of school and she uh, knows uh, what the students are into. She's tapped into the brains of students. She talks to students all the time. She knows what the cultural things are. Hmm. You know, Ask her. Ask her, about, ask her about the D'Amelios and how they – well, here's what happened. So that episode aired and then immediately she was about to reach 100 million viewers. And immediately she lost like, I don't know, like a million something viewers. So the headline mm. on Yahoo News or whatever was, uh, you know, uh, Charlie D'Amelio loses a, a million five uh, because of, uh, you know, rude comments and this and that. Mm. And then she ended up going on uh, Twitter, Instagram or something like that and and uh, apologizing. On air and crying on air. You know what I mean? Live. Have you ever been live?
1: Nope. Don't think so.
0: It sounds horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, because here's what happens. As you're talking, you're reading the comments that are coming in like one by one people are commenting live as you're talking so let's just say you're in the middle of something and somebody says go kill yourself josh (laughs) then you read it and you're just like now you're still trying to get through the whole you know thing you know or you can't do it over again or you can't edit it you know the way that we do this podcast because we're not stupid (laughs) um (laughs) you know like it's 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 terrifying terrifying and she did it. She went live to apologize about the way that she acted on TV. My God. I mean, that's their life now. I mean, and they make tons of money just uh, doing that. But at what point does it become not fun and you reach the threshold where it's just like, oh, my God, like I've created a a social media monster. You know what I mean?
1: My guess is once you're making tons of money, it's too late. You got to keep going. But What do you mean? You know, I mean, if they wanted to quit, they, they wouldn't quit because they were just making a ton of money.
0: They're still going to make a ton of money. Well, By the way, not even two days later, she reached her $100 million. So even though she lost that, she made it right yeah, back up. No such it's thing as like, uh, bad, bad publicity. publicity is, that's exactly right.
1: Yeah. it's
0: exactly right. Yeah, so man it's so interesting yeah man yeah
1: well i hate to hate to end the party but i gotta wrap it up soon you
0: hate, you hate to be the bad guy
1: yeah all right wanna do some uh do you- wanna do some uberfax
0: yeah baby let's do that all right this is my favorite part of the show by the way
1: all right again this is uberfax i'm just looking at uberfax twitter feed reading them i'm not Going through them at all first. So if they're terrible, I'm sorry. All right. Let's go. Let's go, buddy. Let's go. People of high intelligence are more prone to mental health disorders than those of moderate intelligence.
0: I would say that's accurate because smart people have more issues.
1: Hmm.
0: Correct. Well, smart people give themselves the issues because they think about things too much. Moderately, people are just uh, going based on instinct. Like, uh, you know, uh, there's. they're just not thinking about it as much. So there's not, not much high risk of you uh, making your brain uh, susceptible to mental illness because you're not tapping into that whatsoever because you're moderate, you know? Yeah. So that, that makes sense to me in my brain. Yeah. And I'm not really that smart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure you have lots of mental Ill- illness, you know, mental issues. Oh,
0: man, I've got the most <laughs> mental illness out of anybody here.
1: All right. Next one. Uh, Blue whales are so big that a human can swim through their largest veins and arteries.
0: Oh, my God. Did you see that video of the lady getting eaten by a hump? It wasn't a blue whale, but it was a humpback whale coming out, coming up to eat zooplankton. And she was in a kayak and she got eaten alive. Pull up that video. Pull up that video. See, let's see if you can show it. Can you show it on the Skype? That would be amazing if you could nah, show I'm this. This, this is incredible. Uh, yeah, then we won't be able to. We won't be able to, you know, record anymore or anything like that. But yeah, yeah, it's that's just crazy, unbelievable. So a blue whale, not a blue whale, humpback whale came up and like literally ate this woman.
1: That's crazy. I didn't even. I, I didn't even think about that being possible.
0: I know. I I never thought it was possible either. You know, I always heard the stories of uh, uh, what do you call the big white whale. Moby Dick. What's the story about? Moby Dick. Thank you. I don't know why I I lost my train of thought. But yeah, Moby Dick. And uh, there's there's other like nursery rhymes and stuff like that about like somebody living inside of a whale or something like that. Well, this lady literally almost got eaten. She didn't get eaten because they're not uh, carnivores, you know, so she got spit back out. But in the video, it looks like she literally gets eaten. It's, it's crazy. Amazing.
1: Jeez. It's crazy. All right. Next one.
0: What? Well, what was the question? Let me try to answer it. Was that didn't a question? Answer, I just went off on it. Yeah, it was like blue whales, something or other. Oh,
1: I was just, I didn't know a blue whale or a humpback whale could eat a person.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. I don't think that that was a question, but okay. Okay. (laughs) Next one. (laughs) Well, they, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) Um, Fox refused to pick up the show South Park because they didn't want to air a show that had a talking poo character. Uh, The show was then taken to Comedy Central where it became one of their highest rated series and led to network becoming one of the fastest growing cable channels.
0: Well, that's not surprising, right? Fox is conservative, right? They're Republican. So, of course, you know, like Republicans are religious, conservative, uh, you know, manners. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. You know, like that kind of a mentality. So not surprising there at all, which is another reason why I'm not Republican. (laughs) <laughs>
1: Cause all right because i love south park <laughs> that's a good reason okay uh mr rogers enjoyed farting in public according to his widow joanna rogers he would smile at her lift a butt cheek and let one rip hmm. again i have no idea if any of this is true
0: <sighs> okay well just what let's uber just, fact let's, is saying in general mr rogers i've met people like mr rogers before where they would just fart right in front of you and just look you dead in the <laughs> eye and not even not even wince or g- not even smile or anything. Like it was like, it was like you need to allow me to do this and <laughs> it's going to be fine. You know what I mean? Like everybody does it. We know everybody does it. I don't know. Like yeah, it's kind of an embarrassing sound to do. I wish that I had the balls to fart in public myself. I wish, but I don't. Yeah. I I hold it in and I. You know, and I will I will I will hold on to the pain of not farting in order not to, you know, either embarrass it's both. It's embarrass myself or have them smell my smell, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that Mr. Rogers had the balls to fucking fart like that, uh Yo, kudos to Mr. Rogers, son. (laughs) All right.
1: Uh, Freddie Mercury spent his final months recording as many vocals as he could for Queen to use after his death. Jeez.
0: Did you watch the movie?
1: Yeah, I liked it.
0: I liked it, too. Very interesting. Uh, I would say very generous. Yeah. Very caring. Very, uh, like almost like uh, writing a will to his mm. band, you know, and saying, look, I'm not going to be around, but here you can use it and and, yeah. and, and please take it. Uh, I would say great human being.
1: Yeah. Have you seen the uh, split screens of the movie's version of Lie to and the actual version? No. Oh, uh, It's crazy. No. It's like Is exactly it? the same thing. Yeah.
0: Is it exactly the same?
1: Yeah, it's really cool. You know, they. Um, I, I heard somebody talking about the movie and talking about what wasn't accurate. You know, in the movie, they talked about how, or they said, you know, Freddie told the band he had AIDS before Live Aid, and that was kind of like their last hurrah. But that mm-hmm. apparently that wasn't true in real life. He didn't know he had AIDS until after the concert.
0: Are you for real? Yeah. No way. Yep. Wait, but the whole, the whole movie was based on the fact that he knew before.
1: What do you mean that he had AIDS?
0: Yeah. He knew he had AIDS before he did the live aid concert.
1: Oh yeah. In the movie. That's in what they said. In the movie. Said. Yeah.
0: That's what they lie.
1: Uh, I mean, I don't even remember what it was. It was just some guy that was talking about the inaccuracies of it, but yeah, that's, that's
0: my, my God. That's half-assed a, that, internet seems research. Agree- that seems pretty egregious of a lie. If that's really true, because like, that would make the whole thing like he's going to go and do well, maybe he was do well, because he was gay. Right. And look, I'm not trying to be like or anything controversial or anything, but that, you know, maybe he knew maybe he didn't have to have AIDS in order for him to fight for the movement because he was gay. And he knew that the gay community was getting AIDS like, you know, like that's basically the only people that were getting AIDS was gay. Yes,
1: but Live Aid didn't have anything to do with AIDS. It was like a, I, um, there was some drought or some starvation in Africa. I want to say, but I think that's what Live Aid was for. It didn't have anything to do with AIDS. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, I think so. Let I me mean, Google that. You might want to
0: look that up because that that would here's the whole reason that he did that concert where he's like, "Dayo, Dayo." Remember, and he gets the crowd, and then he gets the crowd to fucking say it right out- you know what I mean, like yeah, like a hundred thousand people sent you know screaming right after whatever he says they say, yeah, and that was that was the live aid right, where he was wearing that white outfit,
1: yeah, but it wasn't for AIDS, yeah. it was for that's crazy uh, the relief of yeah. famine stricken Africans,
0: oh my God, yeah, so. Wow. Okay. Well I wonder man. if that
1: was I don't know what the timeline was, but I wonder if that was like was AIDS rampant at that time even. I don't know when when AIDS kind of started up. The concert was in well, just look at just nineteen eighty
0: five. Yeah, that's when well, good question. I think that's in the eighties, mid eighties. All right. Uh look up uh when uh AIDS was at its max. And then you could probably just go like two years back and say, "All right, that's when it started." Yeah. When was when was AIDS at its maximum? I wonder. I would. I think it's at eighty five.
1: Yeah, probably so. It right. said the first reported right. case was nineteen eighty one.
0: Yeah. So eighty five would be like. Uh, that's so crazy that. So many people show. <laughs> I guess it. Imagine in nineteen eighty five, you think. And this is going to sound mean as fuck, but do you think that anybody would have showed up to that concert if it really was about AIDS?
1: No, probably not, because it was like a... Probably not. It was like a, um, you know, there was all this um, villainizing of homosexual people, right? Because oh, yeah, only homeless, in- homosexuals get it and that type yeah, of thing.
0: Yeah, were- but... Yeah, it was like one. Yeah, it was almost like the same as you walking into that uh, medical yeah. facility you walked into with your son. You know? Yeah, if there so was a,
1: sure. there was a concert right now for COVID patients. No one would show up.
0: <laughs> nobody would. Nobody would show up. <laughs> that was a Just joke. Be like, hey, <laughs> good
1: one. All right, <laughs> want to do another one?
0: Yeah, let's do three more and get out of here.
1: Okay, uh, Dave Chappelle turned down fifty million dollars to film the third and fourth seasons of Chappelle's Show. He realized success didn't feel like anything he imagined success should feel like.
0: I don't think that Chappelle's ever fully explained that to where I can understand it. I was a huge fan of Chappelle during his rise in success, even before. I I watched uh, a man, his movie uh, about smoking weed. I forget what the name of it is, but it's...
1: uh, Half-baked.
0: Half big, thank you. Man, one of the greatest, funniest movies you've ever seen. It's a great movie.
1: Yeah.
0: And then another movie he did was uh uh it was like a parody on uh parody on uh Robin Hood. Remember that one? Where he he was like well, he he wasn't a main character in that one, but uh I forget the name of it, but that one and that one, those were the two shows or the two movies that he was in. And so I I followed his uh, and I also watched him in uh Deaf Comedy Jam cuz mm-hmm. I'm an avid comedian follower. I'm yeah. not a comedian myself, but a comedian follower. And uh so I watched his rise from uh that uh show which was uh uh why am I forgetting it? I just said it. The the deaf comedy jam. Yeah. All the way up to uh, the Chappelle show where he was like the most hilarious person on the planet. And when I did hear that, he turned that down. I could not believe it. I was like, what? just like everybody else, I'm sure. Like, what the fuck? Like, I want to see a third season. I want to see a fourth season. Those two seasons were amazing.
1: What's also and, crazy uh, is that all those, all that funny stuff was only two seasons worth.
0: Yeah, that's what, that is. What's amazing about it. Yeah, correct. Correct. So, uh, as far as why he turned it down, I could not tell you. Am yeah. I disappointed he turned it down? Of course, I wanted to see more Chappelle show, but I understand, yeah, because. I mean, I, I've not made the amounts of money that he's made, but money's, it's not about money. I mean, I've seen plenty of movies. Can't Buy Me Love, right? That's a movie about money. There's plenty of movies where it tells you metaphorically, money doesn't make you happy. So yeah. if, if he already had that much money, what's another 50 million? You know, that, yeah. that's what I,
1: yeah, that's what I think. It's got to be a lot of pressure too. So, all right. Want to do two yeah. more?
0: Yeah, because that was only one, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, The Queen of England doesn't need a passport since all passports in Britain are issued in her name. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Who cares? Well... (laughs)
0: Yeah, that, I was going to say, yeah, exactly. Not
1: all these uh, are great. No comment.
0: No, no comment on that one. Uh, okay.
1: Okay, last one. Uh, af- no, okay, fine. Oh. Yeah, because
0: it's fine. No, that's no, fine, it's fine. No, it's fine.
1: Shortly after Bill Gates left Harvard to start Microsoft, an assistant professor said he had moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico to run a small company writing code for microprocessors of all things. I remember thinking, such a brilliant kid. What a waste. <laughs> uh, hmm.
0: I mean, because, yeah, I mean, it, you, you're right. Well, I remember thinking back then, what a, what a brilliant kid. What a waste. What else was he going to do, I wonder? I mean, what else would he have been able to do? I'm sure a lot of things, but... I think he's just saying the right choice.
1: I think he's just saying, yeah, of course. I think he's just saying because he dropped out of Harvard, I guess, to go start some company. So, of course, some professor is going to be like, what an idiot, you know, why would you drop out of Harvard? But clearly it was the right choice because he made kajillions of dollars and whatever yeah, else. And
0: also and and I I will say this too by the way. A, a lot of the people I, I'm not going to say a lot. I don't know the actual numbers, but I have heard of many many people who have been extremely successful that were even high school dropouts. Yeah. Like the school system does not make you a smart person. You already are a smart person if you are a smart person. Just because you go to school doesn't make you smart all of a sudden. Like as far as street smart as far as like any kind and what i mean by street smart is street smart is like you know how to get around in the world without a formal education you know what yeah. i mean
1: yep
0: that's what street smart means to smart means to me
1: yep
0: and yeah bill gates is obviously street smart cuz yeah. he came from the streets son
1: <laughs> that's what i think when i hear bill gates
0: Yeah, man, yo, I want to hear his next rap album for sure.
1: (laughs) Oh man,
0: it's gonna be like computers, computers, coronavirus vaccine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's the uh, that's the beginning of the podcast right there. That little clip. All
0: right, there it is. All right. Love you, buddy. Yeah, hey, man. Have a happy Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, you too. Or are you well, we'll talk about that later. Thanks, man. This ah, was fun. Going to, going oh. to
0: Florida. Yeah. Always okay. fun. Cool, I, man. Yeah. Figure out how to get how to figure out how to give me a cool background like that next yeah. time. Yeah, I will. All right. All right. All right, buddy. See you later, buddy. See you.